0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said there was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time, the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought, well, it is true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being. Because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Yes, today is, October is pro-life month, month dedicated to the understanding of the beauty and sacredness of life. And in today's masses, we are Preaching about opposition to Prop 1. and The first thing I want to say, this isn't about politics. This isn't about Democrat or Republican. This is about something that overrides everything. People say that abortion has nothing to do with our faith, and yet that is so wrong. It has everything to do with faith and everything to do with God and how we see life. Is God the God of life? Is God the creator of life? Because if he is not, then what are we doing in our pews? If he is sovereign, if he is the Lord of life, then he has a right to give us Ten Commandments. He has a right to tell us what is right and what is wrong. The first thing I, I, I do want to say is it can be terrifying when a young woman finds out that she's pregnant and she is, doesn't know what to do. As a church, our heart needs to go out to this situation. And we need to continue to serve these people. But the solution is not to kill a child. Now, Prop 1 is probably the most radical proposition ever, ever to be proposed in any state. It will allow late-term abortions. It will allow an abortion until the moment of delivery. It does not recognize the baby as a human person. It does not give the babies in the womb any rights at all. And the second thing the Prop 1 does, it forces you to pay for thousands of abortions for people coming out of state. Wow! It forces you to pay for abortions. Third thing it does, it's going to pay off doctors, medical, um, educational debts if they perform abortions. Wow. Because there's a problem. More and more doctors, as we understand that babies feel pain, that babies can survive outside the womb after 23, 24 weeks, there's more and more doctors who want nothing to do with this because they realize what it really is so they need to entice more and more doctors to do this so your taxpayer money will go to this today sacramento pay spends 200 million dollars a year for abortions and they want to increase that life life Is it sacred? Does it come from God? And why is it important for us to get involved? Edmund Burke said, evil can only exist if good people do nothing. And just think about that. We go and we complain and we moan and we complain about how bad things are. And yet there is this obligation for us to stand up and do something or we become complicit in evil. We become complicit in this evil. Each and every one of us, I believe, have two obligations. Number one is to make sure that we vote no on this evil proposition. And number two, that you invite your friends to say no. Paul says, I charge you in the presence of God and of Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead, to be persistent and proclaim the word whether it's convenient or inconvenient. Convince, reprimand, and encourage. Now, we're not here to condemn anybody, but we cannot allow something this radical and this evil to pass. I have spent years helping women get over post-abortion trauma. I have spent years and years. Well, I was 18 years in DC. I had eight or nine weekends a year dedicated to helping women get over this abortion. It's, it's terrible, and it, it doesn't solve anything. And we as a community need to say no. None of us hate women, and none of us want to reduce freedom, but killing innocent children is not about freedom. We also need to pray every day from now until election that this is not passed. We need to be persistent in asking the Lord to change the heart of those in California. Mother Teresa said, as only she could have said, a society that kills its young will soon destroy itself. And when we don't respect life and life becomes cheap and all of a sudden we hear every single day on the television, somebody beat somebody else up and somebody killed somebody else and there were mass murders here and mass murders there. Well, when we don't respect life, when we don't understand that God is the Lord of life, we're surprised that this happens. This is a challenge for every Christian. In California to stand up and say, I respect life. And just as there were so many heroic people in the time of the Civil War who said, I refuse to stand on the side of indifference and I do stand up against slavery. It was only then that the slaves were free. And just as the slaves were real people, so are these little children real people. And if we do not stand up, do not think that we are not part of the problem then, let us truly embrace life as the greatest gift, the greatest gift that God can give us. And let us live that and preach that in all that we do. May God bless all of you. Thank you for joining us at Your Daily Homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.